Kaf Tet Shvat Taf Shin Pei. Coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Yonatan Razel, Hatov, composed by the great late Ben Sion Schenker, opens things up on this live edition of the Israel Show. We're here each and every Monday, immediately following JM and the AM, 9 AM Eastern Time, 4 PM Israel Time, around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, that is time we are on, or you can listen to us. On demand, on demand. You just want it, you can have it. All you need is a computer or an iPhone or an Android or any other kind of device. And uh, you can go to the Nahum Siegel Network app, the NSN app, which is available for free. And then go to the archives and go to the Israel show or any other show. But we're talking about the Israel show now. There's so many other great programming, um, so many other great shows in the Nahum Siegel Network program schedule. They're all there on the archives. Or you can just go to NahumSiegel.com and listen there. Or there's a link for a podcast. If you have a podcast program, you can go into your podcast program, put in The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. I think uh, it'll come up if you do one of those names. And, uh, not I think, I know. And (laughs) it'll come into your device automatically every week. Automatically. How do you like that? It's an amazing world we live in. It really, really, really is. So thank you so much for joining, making us part of your week. I know that um, as we speak, as we are live, and as we speak, we're keeping our eye on the news coming out of Israel. The uh, Since yesterday, the entire southern part of Israel is, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I should say the area that is closest to Gaza in the southern part of Israel is under attack a minute ago. Yet again, there was a uh, red alert, which is the alert that the Israeli uh, army puts out for residents of the different areas where where they are able to detect. The army does detects uh, that a missile has been launched, a rocket has been launched, and there's now one red alert in many, many of the uh, the cities. Netivot is the latest, but many others. The the our our hearts have to be with them. Our tefillot have to be with these people. The children especially the parents too, the adults too, but the children especially who are growing up in this traumatic situation, which um, there does not seem to be any easy solution to, unfortunately. There is no easy solution to this. Kids who, in the middle of the night, have woken up by the sirens, parents grabbing their kids, racing to the sealed rooms or to the shelters. It is heartbreaking, heartbreaking. And yet again... Unfortunately, as we've seen in so many other cases, the world keeps silent. Or blames Israel. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, let's blame Israel. If a kid who is demonstrating on the border of Gaza, a Palestinian Arab, is shot by the Israeli army by accident, oh, that'll be in the headlines. Trust me. Thousands and thousands of Israeli children are growing up traumatized by these endless rocket attacks on civilian population. These are random there's no steering, there's no guiding mechanism for these rockets. So they're just being shot randomly with the attempt of hitting a civilian area. That is what they want to do. It's against every rule in the world. Who cares? Who cares? It's Arabs against Jews. That's okay. Anyway, had to get that out. We'll tell you a little bit of the background of this round a week before elections in Israel, and we will share with you a tribute to Ilan Ramon. Today, Chavtet Shvat is his 17th yard site, so we'll share with you a short tribute 
we had a request late, late in the show last week, and we'll fulfill it today. One of our listeners asked for Yishai Ribo Lashuva Baita, so here you got it. For everybody's listening, pleasure. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Hey, כשהבן קורא אצילו, אבא שבשמיים מגיע אפילו, אפילו שעשינו משהו רע. הוא מוכל וסולח, מוכל וסולח, מושיט ידו לעזרה, ונותן ברחמיו את הכוח לתקן. by special request of one of our listeners. Always happy to uh, fulfill requests, but we can't always do it live, especially if it comes in. At the last minute, we're keeping track of what's going on in Israel, a major um, rocket attack on southern Israel again. We're keeping our eyes on it. Here's what happened. Here's the lead-up to this round. I mean, not that they need an excuse 
to attack Israel, which they seem to have more than enough excuses to do. Yesterday, the IDF that has eyes on the border, there's a special group of people who monitor, mainly women, by the way, who monitor the border through remote cameras and so forth, noticed a Palestinian Arab terrorist who was planting or trying to plant a bomb which could do major damage to the Israeli forces. It was uh, He was trying to plant it along the border where the um, Israeli forces, uh, the vehicles, travel. He was found, and before he had the opportunity to finish his job, he was killed by the IDF. What happened next is something that I believe is new, and I, 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 I may be wrong, I believe is new, and I believe it's new since the... Um, since the beginning of the term of, uh, of Bennett as uh, Minister of Defense. Naftali Bennett has tried to... You can't always do everything you want when you're Minister of Defense. You have the entire Defense Ministry below you and the Army to the side of you that is, has other ideas often. But his idea was to get as many bodies and prisoners of the Hamas and the Islamic Jihad from Aza take get them into Israel and hold them ransom like they are holding the bodies of our soldiers ransom in Gaza Aaron Shaul and Hadar Golden right after this terrorist was killed an IDF tractor went and grabbed up the body in the shovel of the tractor and brought it over the border to the Israeli side there is video and that's what's different in this case always whenever there's video it becomes an issue there was video, and in the video, it's, although on the versions that Israeli television shows it's blurred out, you can see the body of the dead terrorist hanging from the shovel of the bulldozer. And that upset the, uh, the other side. And so they used that as an, yet another excuse to begin shelling the civilian population of southern Israel as far as they can go. Again, right now as we're monitoring it, Ashkelon siren goes off unfortunately and it just continues that was the 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 match that lit this this current fire but you don't really need a major match to light the fire whenever they feel like it they're gonna shoot and unfortunately other than going out to war which many in israel think is necessary but nobody in israel wants to Nobody in Israel, I should say, can stomach the, the possible losses of going to war now, and hence it is um, something that Israelis are, are equivocating about, and unfortunately that's the way it is, and that's the way it should be. The other side knows that, and the other side has no problem sending their civilians and their soldiers, if you will, into uh, harm's way and have them killed. They don't, they don't really care. They don't value human life the way Israel does. That is the situation in the south. It continues to be really tough for the people living in the area. They haven't hit Beersheba this time yet, but they can get to there. They have a limited number of rockets that can go to the to to there. This is unfortunately the life for those people who live in Itivod and Steyrot, in the Yeshuvei Otef Azad, the Kibbutzim and Yeshuvim that are right, right along the border, like Netiv and others. And uh, we constantly pray for them. So please, please have them in your prayers as well today as you pray for everything. Keep in mind those men, women, children, infants who live in that area and who are being subjected to, even if it's not physical harm, and it could be physical harm as well, it's terrible, 
terrible emotional harm. Um, this is a um, remix. It's an acoustic version of the song Hageshem by Yair Levy. We introduced him right when his first album came out a few years ago, and happy to share with you this brand new edition of the song Hageshem, very popular in Israel. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Brand new from Yair Levy, a remix of his song Hageshem, an acoustic version of his song Hageshem. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thanks so much for joining us. 
We're keeping one eye on the situation in southern Israel, and we will update you continuously as uh, as uh, we do so. Today is, uh, those of you listening live or during the day, but we are doing this live on Haftet Shvat, Tavshin Pei. It is the 17th site of Ilan Ramon Zichronoli Vracha. The English date of his death is February the 1st, 2003. The Hebrew date is Shvat, and today is the day, so I decided we'll spend a few minutes talking about him, and uh, I've done a few shows in his memory in the past. I did one right after the Columbia, I'm sorry, disaster, and the crash, and we'll do a, a, another full one in one of the coming years in Mirzah Hashem on his yard site to remember him. But I wanted to spend some time because today is Bo Bayom. And as I was looking through material, I, um, I came to realize that in 2013, which was 10 years, uh, it's 10th yard site, PBS in uh, the United States put out a one-hour video documentary movie. And it's called Space Shuttle Columbia Mission of Hope. It's a misnomer. It really is mainly the story of Ilan Ramon. And a good part of it is dedicated to the story of a small Sefer Torah that he carried with him. Many of you know the story of Ilan Ramon, but I hope that there are also listeners who don't. And I say I hope because I hope that there are listeners who are young enough, maybe they heard the name but didn't know all the details. He was born in 1954, a quick biographical uh, scan for you. He was born in 1954. His mother and grandmother from his mother's side were Holocaust survivors. His father came to Israel from Eastern Europe before the Holocaust. He was an absolutely exceptional person. Everybody who knew him said that smart, funny, good-looking, and, turns out, an amazing fighter pilot. He was a colonel in the Israeli Air Force amongst the many operations that he was involved in that we know about is the famous Israeli bombing of the Iraqi nuclear reactor at Osirak, which took place in 1981. He was not there. There were eight planes that went from Israel, flew undetected over Arab areas, Arab countries that today maybe it would be a bit easier to do, but in those days they would have been shot down had they been detected. They flew over, it was a miraculous thing by the way, if you don't see Yad Hashem in that, I don't know what you can say, bombed the nuclear reactor. They were sure that once they bombed the reactor, at least on the way back, some of the planes will be, sh- will be shot down. Thankfully all eight planes returned. The eighth plane in any such situation is the most endangered because it's when they turn around after they they bomb the nuclear reactor they turn around and head back to Israel the last plane is the one that if the enemy didn't get their act together quickly enough they still might have time to attack shoot at fire a rocket at the last plane the eighth plane in the eight member team Elon Ramon was the youngest and the eighth plane in the team, in that squad. He volunteered for that position. He was not married yet, and he said all the other pilots were married. He was the youngest. He was not yet married. He said, sort of as paraphrasing, Esther v'chasher avati avati. He saw it, friends say, as avoiding yet another Holocaust. And so if he had to die for that, he would. He didn't, thank God. He was then chosen. Israel had an arrangement with NASA that one of the space shuttle 
Columbia astronauts would be an Israeli, and he was chosen to be the, the person. Many years of training in the United States, his family and, and himself moved to Texas. Many years of training with NASA. Ultimately, with great joy, we all watched as Columbia took off for their 16-day flight. Beautiful pictures from space that he sent back, conversations from space that he had with Prime Minister Sharon at the time and others. It was just uh, moments of Jewish pride that are amazing. I'm going to read to you now from Wikipedia, which is not always a good source because sometimes it's uh, slanted, but I believe that in this case it is correct. I I know that some of it is correct. Although considered a secular Jew, it says, Ramon reportedly sought to follow Jewish observances while in orbit. In an interview, he said, quote, I feel I am representing all Jews and all Israelis, meaning he saw himself as a representative of the Jewish nation, not just the state of Israel. He was the first space flight participant to request kosher food. He reportedly sought advice from Chabad Lubavitch Rabbi Tzvi Kanakov about how to observe the Jewish Sabbath in space as the period between sunrises in orbit is approximately 90 minutes. Talk about a short Shabbos. 16 minutes before it was supposed to land, it crashed. Everybody aboard was killed. Very few I- A few items were found amongst them, 37 pages from the diary that he kept, which were put together by forensic experts in the Israeli police department labs. And one of the pieces that was found had in his handwriting the Kiddush, etc., which he wrote down in his handwriting with the Nikud, with the vowels, in order to pronounce properly. And he took with him a small gavia, a small Kiddush cup, so that he can make Kiddush in space. He had a small mezuzah as well. Probably one of the most moving things that he took with him to space. And that idea is uh, very typical that astronauts take certain items with them that are iconic to them and have a story and so forth and they can discuss it. He took with him a small, very small Sefer Torah, four and a half inches tall. The story of this Sefer Torah and its journey is beyond unbelievable. And although I heard pieces of it before, last night when I watched this documentary, Space Shuttle Columbia Mission of Hope. I I was crying, that's for sure, and I was just amazed. It is the story of the Jewish people. I encourage, I don't want to do too much of a spoiler. No, I'll just say that this little tiny Sefer Torah was carried by somebody into Bergen-Belsen and given to somebody who made it out of Bergen-Belsen, brought to Israel, and when Ilan Ramon heard about it, being that his mother was also, as he said, a veteran of Bergen-Belsen, he decided that he would take it with him. I'm going to play for you short clip. This is Ilan Ramon speaking from space, telling briefly the story of the Sefer Torah. קיבל אותו מהרב של אמסטרדם, שלימד אותו לקראת הבר He says that this is a small sefer I was holding it up. This was a video. Well, uh, and it was the the audio that that you hear. I recorded off of the documentary that I'm talking about. That's why there's the background music. And he explains that this little sefer Torah that he has with him was in Bergen-Belsen given to a young man by the rabbi 
of Amsterdam who had smuggled it into uh, to Bergen-Belsen, and here he continues. Now he's going to reference Yoya. Yoya is the nickname the the that um, the person who brought it out of Bergen-Belsen to Israel. That's his name, and he was the one who Ilan Ramon asked for permission to take it to space. <laughs> Says Ilan Ramon from space, this little safer Torah that I'm carrying with me that came out of Bergen Belsen and now Oh, I know I wouldn't make it through this. And now is up in space with the first Israeli astronaut. Represents more than anything else the ability of the Jewish people to survive through everything. And here is a man uh, says he's secular. But the item that he understood shows the eternity of the Jewish people. Is a Sefer Torah. A Sefer Torah that was in hell and then ended up in heaven. And of course, unfortunately with the crashing of the Columbia, the Sefer Torah was burnt and never found. I so strongly recommend that you watch this documentary. How can you see it? If you have Amazon Prime, and I think a lot of people do, it's available on Amazon Prime, which means you don't have to pay for it. It's available. Just do a search, Space Shuttle Columbia Mission of Hope. It is worth every moment of your time. There's so much in there. I hope you watch it. We'll put a link to it on our Facebook page. The song most associated with Ilan Ramon is Zemer Nogeh, a sad song. It's a song that his wife asked be played for him when he was up in space. Every astronaut's family got to um, got to request a song. And this was the one that she requested. Hatishma koli Shali. Do you hear my voice, my voice that is so far away? This version is done by Sarit Chadad. So many different versions of it. Seventeenth Yorzeit, Chavtet Shvat of Ilan Ramon. Yizuchu Baruch, Kideshem Shemaim, Bashamayim Uvaretz. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you. 
Tishma Koli, name of the song actually is Zemer Nugas, sad song. We do that in memory of Ron Arad, but we also should mention that his wife passed away from cancer not before one of his children was also killed in an accident that has to do with flight. His son was an Israeli fighter pilot whose plane crashed at the age of 21 during a routine training flight. He was flying an F-16A, 21 years old. His wife, Rona, passed away at the end of 2018 of pancreatic cancer. There are three children who survived. One of them is a, um, a musician. Maybe we can get some of his music for an upcoming show. As we keep our eye on southern Israel, which is being shelled constantly by, um, by Hamas and the Islamic Jihad, one of the differences this time around, and some credit Naftali Bennett for this, is one of the things that Israel usually does is for every rocket launched, or for every bunch of rockets launched, or balloons that are sent out to burn Israeli fields, they retaliate by bombing strategic sites in Aza, which most people by now just scoff at. But last night, Israel bombed Islamic Jihad centers in Syria. And that's new, and I wonder if that will be somewhat of a game-changer, although, quite frankly, it uh, doesn't seem like anything is a game-changer here. As Israel goes to elections next week, one assumes that unless things get really bad, there ain't going to be much that's going to change. We have a special request from one of our listeners who we know for many, 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 many years, and um, very appropriate request that we play Shai Abramson, Mishaber HaChayalei Tzahal. So we're going to do it. That's greatness of being live. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Abraham, Yitzhak, 
and the civilian population of Israel's south as they go through very difficult times. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. I just saw this. had to share it with you. And the International Bible Contest for Youth 2018 takes place um, 
The International Bible Contest for Youth takes place every year on Yom Ha'atzmaut. We talk about it often on Yom Ha'atzmaut. In 2018, first place went to Israel Shilat. Right after him was um, Ms. Oriah Cohen. She was one question behind him. This past Sunday, last night, they got married. Mazaltov, that's beautiful. Wanted to share that with you. In our Meir Milim segment, we shine light on a word or a phrase in the Hebrew language. As the first Israeli astronaut, Ilan Ramon was the first Israeli who traveled into space, who nasa lachalal. And even though there was no space travel in ancient times, we do find many forms of the word halal, the word we use today for space, in Tanakh. In its most basic meaning, a space, or just space, means an empty area. Imagine a piece of pipe, like one that a plumber may be holding. The inside is empty. It's hollow. In Hebrew, hollow is halul. Now, let's stay with a hollow pipe, but this one is made of wood and has little holes in it, so that you can play a melody. Then, of course, it's called a Chalil, halal, halul, halil. But wait, there's more. Imagine that you're looking out your window and you see a big celebration with people dancing the hora. There's that same empty space in the middle of the circle. And so circle dancing is called in Tanakh, machol. Haluluhu benevel vechinor, haluluhu betof and one last one. You're building a house, putting up walls, brick after brick, row after row. At some point you say, wouldn't it be nice if there was some empty space in the wall that would let the light in and allow us to look out? The space in the wall would be a halal, or as we know it, a halon which is nothing more than an abridged version of halal on, a small halal, a halon. Can you see it now? Halal, halil, halul, machol, halon. And that's this week's installment of the Meir Milim segment. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. And we'll close out today's show with another song that is somehow related to the story of Ilan Ramon, Kolachai Hashkifa, Hashkifa Mimon Kotchachamina Shamayim, Vorechatamchat Israel, Etadamashanatatalanu. We ask God to look down from the heavens and bless the people of Israel. Before we do that, before we play the song, not before we ask God. We ask God all the time. Before before the song, we say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And my very special thanks, as always, 
to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports. And then, have we accidentally raised our kids to be Bernie Sanders voters? Jake Novick explains on a new edition of Novak Now. Tune in. And then, the great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following James Dam, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.
Thank you. 